This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chicken Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this episode. I am delighted today to have Justin Brown with us. He is a 22-year veteran in the mortgage business, um, started off in processing, underwriting, and eventually an ops manager, which I absolutely love. That was my path as well. And I, I really think that uh, loan officers are so much better when they've been behind the scenes. <laughs> um, and we are delighted again. Where are you coming from, by the way? Where do you live? Southern California, right outside Los Angeles. Oh, cool. I'll be there in a couple of weeks speaking at an event. That's exciting. Okay. Nice. So welcome to the show. We're happy to have you here today. Thank you. So Pleasure. let's, yeah, let's, let's just get in. Oh, and I want to tell everybody real quick before we get started. Uh, so we have a couple things going on. Uh, just get my announcements out. A couple things going on. One is we have a mastermind retreat called Make Your Mark, uh, February 24th, 25th and 26th down in Orlando. So if you're in the Orlando area and you want to come in, um, you know, in the short notice and, and, uh, you know, join us for our for our uh, mastermind slash retreat. We would love um, to have that opportunity. Just make sure, just text me or whatever the case may be, and we'll get you we'll get you involved there. And the other is on March 28th, 29th, and 30th, we'll be having a three-day limitless event. It's virtual. Um, so you can go to jenduplessis.com forward slash limitless event. And we'll put the link down here so you don't have to worry about that. And I encourage you to bring your colleagues with you. This is not a loan officer specific event. It serves all of my clients across all um, of the different modalities um, and industries that they're in, but we would love to have you all there. So um, bring your colleagues so that you can have the opportunity to um, bring them value and have something to do afterwards, right? And following up. So well, again, we'll have those links there. Okay. So sounds good. Um, let's get started, Justin. Um, so I know you've been in the business for 22 years. So I'm going to ask you the first question, you know, that I, I happen to comment on here is yeah. how do you see um, your, uh, you know, your experience as being someone in the ops side, you know, being behind the scenes, how do you feel that that has, um, transcended into your career as a loan officer. What is your take and perspective on that? Well, I feel like 
when I started originating, I think it was around 09, um, the company I was working for went out of business the end of 08 as an ops manager, and I could no longer find a job. So I decided to start originating because I had been in the business for so long and everybody was getting out and they're like, what are you doing? You should go do loan modifications or short sales or whatever. And I'm like, no, I actually, I, I learned a lot from some really good loan officers and I learned a lot from some really bad ones at some of the places I was at. And I I, I really just want to be local and, and just build the name locally and, and give it a shot. And what was funny is in 09, um, when I go to realtor offices, open houses, do all that stuff, it was pretty quiet. Like there wasn't other cards from other lenders there. Um, I went, I remember I was like trying to hit up uh, financial advisors too. And I went by this one, it was called peak financial. And I was like, is that a mortgage company? And then I saw nice cars like BMWs and like a Ferrari. I'm like, that's not a mortgage company, not in 2009. <laughs> so I, it was a financial advisor's office. I went in there and like, I started like my first year originating. I, I think I closed like 60 units. Yeah. Um, in 2009. And so, so my background absolutely helped me at that time because most loan officers in the industry didn't have to know how to calculate income. They didn't have to know how to run DU. They didn't know anything about tax returns uh, or how to read findings. Like that just wasn't common in 2009. So it gave me a huge leg up then, but I've been really impressed the last seven years or so with the loan officers I've been seeing emerging because a lot of us in this industry or a lot of people in this industry seem to be learning the right way now, even though they might not have five, 10 years of ops behind them, which I still think is, you know, a great uh, foundation. I see people that, you know, have been doing this four years and they're doing, you know, 200, 300 units and they know their stuff, you know, and um, I, I think the industry's come a long way with that. And like, yeah, I, I feel like that background does help. It's a great foundation. I would always recommend somebody gets their hands in ops first before originating. I think it'll, you know, they'll, they'll go for They can go further, but I've also seen people break that mold and, and do amazing things being fresh in the industry, just because I think the industry as a whole has evolved into a lot better place, you know, since yeah. the crash. Oh yeah, no question, <laughs> no question about it. Um, so you made the comment um, about being in, you know, going into real estate offices or no other cards. There was pretty quiet. It's kind of what we're experiencing now. So tell us a little bit about what you're experiencing um, in your sales process right now and in your your journey in sales in today's environment. What are you seeing? So um, you know what when. <clears throat> Things got really slow for me around September. The beginning of last year was decent. It got slow through the summer, but like, oh, well, you know, we could, we're fine with this. And then, you know, September, October, November, got it got like, whoa, okay. <laughs> but honestly, being through like one of the worst economic collapses ever, after about 12 months, you know, 2007, it all hit the fan scary times 2008 was rough but 2009 things started moving for the people that were working and had been putting in work you know even before then a little bit so i kind of as as you know lessons learned from that time around i, I yeah. definitely have been saving a lot um living below my means all that fun stuff so i, I wasn't worried because i kind of had to keep reminding myself like there's cycles right so worst case let's say this goes a year or so i can't imagine it outlasting what happened last time. So it's just putting in the work and just uh, what there's this book called pound the stone where it's just, just, you know, trying to just bat singles weekly, just little steps every week. And it might not produce the results I want in two months or in three months, but it absolutely will in 12 or 24, yeah. you know? 
I'm not seeing I'm not seeing a lot of people out there right now, but I am seeing a lot of fear still. Yeah, um, it's interesting um, that uh, and I'm writing this book down so we can put the link in there. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I've been talking a lot about not hibernating right now, but hyper focusing right to accelerate your business and being ready for when the when happens, because it's going to come back. And if you're not, you know, if you're hibernating, you come out and you sort of stretch and go, oh, you know, that was great hibernation. Everybody else is going to be miles and miles ahead of you. So um, what advice do you give to loan officers that are staying behind and they're staying in this square box that we have here, you know, really just working behind the scenes and saying, you know, I'll just wait until rates get better. I'll wait till the market changes. I'll wait till spring. What do you say to them knowing what you knew or what you know, but what you learned back, you know, in the day? It's the exact same thing I'm, I'm hearing professionals tell home buyers that are sitting, that are waiting for rates to go down. Yeah. If you're waiting for rates to go down, you're waiting for home prices to come up and loan officers. If you're waiting for the market to get better before you start really pounding the pavement and, and working, well, then you're going to be waiting for competition to be a lot heavier than it is now. And you're going to, it's going to be tougher to grow. You're going to be a year or two behind everybody who's been grinding it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. So talking about what you're doing in 2023, aside from, you know, grinding it out and pounding the stone, you know, like doing all of that uh, and knowing that you've got to take these little, I love that you said, you know, as singles, I'm just getting a lot of singles uh, you know, and I think a lot of people always want home runs and they won't do it if they don't get a home run. But I love that you're saying, look, I'm just having these at bats. It will definitely increase my batting average. What is it that you're doing this year that's different from last year or previous years? What are you creating to modernize your practice, to elevate yourself to a different different level or a different standard for yourself in how you function with your, you know, or communicate with your community? Well, thank, you know, honestly, I, I, I've been pretty lucky to where I was able to build a really good team before COVID. So when COVID hit um, that year, I was working 35 hours a week. I think I did 150 mil that year. And I was working 35 hours a week and mainly just working on my systems. I was working on my business. I wasn't really working in it. I wasn't really talking to clients much or, or doing any of that. But I was working on building social media uh, my Instagram, uh, trying to learn marketing, trying to figure out how to go consumer direct um, because I had been hitting realtors hard for years before COVID. You know, I had good years of 100 mil, 70 mil and 90% purchase. And then obviously COVID hit, COVID hit and I could have kept going. A lot of loan officers, you know, rightfully so were saying, don't ignore realtors. Don't get too hung up on those refis. Yeah. Keep on your realtors. So instead of keeping on my realtors, I made sure my realtors were taken care of by my team, but I focused on, well, I'm going to use this time to just go consumer direct. Like I want to maintain my realtor relationships, but I really want to learn marketing. I really want to learn how to go consumer direct and drive in business that way. Um, and, and I worked on my systems, my automations, follow-ups, just so many, so much tech for my team to help, you know, give them even more bandwidth. Um, so right now at this point, it's still a hybrid of just maintaining the agent relationships we have, um, spending a little bit more time reconnecting with them and clients, annual reviews, the basics, you know, definitely going back to some of the basics. Uh, but I'm still focused on the consumer direct aspect of, you know, using social media content on, on my Instagram channel, uh, doing home buyer webinars, um, trying to build, you know, marketing funnels, running ads, different things like that. 
Um, and when I run ads, I, I really run them to my current audience. I'll run um, ads to my current followers and my my past clients and my realtors. People in my database are the ones who are really getting the ads, not just cold, random people for right. the most part, unless I'm driving them to a webinar. A webinar, at least they're spending an hour listening. And at the end, they then you know apply. So there's a little bit more of a conversion tactic to that versus just having a bunch of leads, you know, calling. So, so you mentioned a lot of different strategies and tactics that you're putting in that you have in place, or maybe are, you know, enhancing or tweaking right now, but for the average loan officer, who's not doing a hundred million a year or not doing whatever you're doing right now, you know, in your, in your production, but for someone who's saying, well, you know, I've been hibernating and now I guess I need to go out there. I relied on COVID, right? I relied on all the business I got. I think I, they left a lot of business on the table, right? Not being prepared for it. So I think there's some missed opportunities. But for those that are saying, you know, okay, I need to start something. What is the something that you would recommend? Is it the webinar to have engagement? Is it reaching out to your alumni clients? Is it um, is it all social media when everybody else is heading in that direction? What What do you think, what would you recommend for someone who's saying, I'm going to start something okay. different and I don't have a team and I'm not doing a ton of volume. What do you think is a good recommendation for someone to get um, the biggest bang for their buck? The, the number one tool, if I like moved to a new market, didn't know anybody, and they said you could have one tool to try to grow your business, what would it be? It would be the phone. Yeah. The, the, the fastest and, and most powerful thing you could give me is the phone. Yeah. So calling realtors, uh, calling, you know, calling every listing agent every week, giving them updates, calling after to try and meet, try to build the relationship, calling. And I'm sure it's stuff a lot of people have heard, but you, I doubt you'll talk to too many loan officers that do production that will say anything different that like the fastest and best way to build is, is the phone calling your agents, calling your past clients, um, taking hand holding your clients and agents throughout the process and just taking really good care of them. Um, that I, I, I still believe is, is the fastest and best way to grow. Yeah. Um, social media is a long game. It's, it's yeah. the, it's the scroll everybody wants to chase, but it's definitely a long game. It's not going to bring business in this month or next month. Yeah. For somebody just getting started with it. Well, and I just want to, I want to express this too. And I, I feel, and I just want your take on this as well. Um, you know, if someone doesn't have any business right now and they're not being able to call their listing agents on a weekly basis or create relationships after the closing, um, or they have a small database because they got into the business during COVID because they heard it was a cool thing to get into this business and they've got a small database. What what is your opinion about working what they already have at hand and or another strategy? Like you said, social media is a long game. A lot of people jump into social media and say, well, I'm going to start working on social media because they don't have any business. And, and I know this is getting back to your consumer direct as well. I call it client acquisition. But okay. if they don't have a big database to you know, pull them in and deepen those relationships and they don't have time because of social media, what's another strategy? I would make a list of 40 people that you know, and I would call 10 of them a week or 20 of them a week and host little get togethers at your house and just whatever you could do to get in front of the people you do know to organize the list of who you know to then make a list of people you don't know in your community that you could get to easily. Um, I was an account rep for a little bit in between uh, processing jobs for like six months. And I would go on MapQuest. 
It was it was right after Thomas Guide. We had MapQuest then. Yeah. <laughs> and I would go on MapQuest and I would just find how many offices can I can I try to get to in, in like a three hour period. So if they were too far from each other, I wouldn't go, but I would like do a small radius and like just cram as many as I could get in in that in that couple mile radius. And then I would route it out and I would just go pop in. So it, it's really you know, what's funny is um, I was reading another book and it was talking about if you go ask anybody out there, hey, you know, do you expect to make more money in the future? Do you expect to be in better shape? Do you expect, you know, better things for your future? Everybody says yes. But then you ask, OK, what are you doing Monday <laughs> through Friday or what are you doing every day to make sure that that happens so that it's not just an assumption that it's going to happen? Yeah. And there's rarely ever a plan. Right. So. When I first started originating, I had a little notebook that I would plan out my week every Sunday. Monday, I'm going to go to, I'm going to look up the open houses that are being uh, marketed for that weekend. If I don't see any, I'm going to call X amount of real estate offices and try to set up lunches or ask if they are hosting any open houses. Um, I'm going to do pop buys on Tuesday and go buy real estate offices. On Wednesday, I'm going to hit up financial advisor offices. Um and then I'm going to do open, I'm going to sit open houses on the weekend. So like I was, I had a plan every week. It doesn't have to be a perfect plan. It doesn't have to be the sh- a plan full of shiny objects. It's just like I was saying, a plan where you're going to bat some singles every day, talk to some people every day. And it, it's really nothing special. It's just being consistent and taking action. Yeah. Well, and I think, but, but I do think it's special because so many people don't actually do it. Right. And I think, uh, you know, really what you're talking about is intention, right. Is just having the intention and not whimsically, you know, getting up and have everything come to you, but rather what's my intention for the week? What's my intention for every call, my intention every single day. So let's get, I want to just ask you this question because you said popping by and when you have relationships, it's certainly a lot easier to pop by than it is. And I and I think that there's, um, you know, this thought process out there that popping by. And, and of course, I know this going back 40 years ago was donuts and, you know, donuts and raid sheets. And that certainly is not the thing now. And there's certainly no intention with that. What would you what would you recommend for someone who is brand new now and doing a pop by or stopping by or, you know, it's taking your idea and saying, how many places can I go to? It's not just a matter of the exposure and doing the activity, but what's the intention when you're going in? Yeah. So, so it is different than it was in 09 when I was doing that, right? Like I was saying, (laughs) there wasn't really anybody around. The offices were kind of empty. They were happy to see somebody come in like, Hey, how are you? Come on in, you know, not like, Oh, it's a lender. Right. And so the vibe has changed now. So what I would do now is instead of just popping by randomly is I would call the office managers and see if you could get in on their next office meeting and come present on a 203k loan on on why you know when you see those properties that say cash offers only how you could actually get the seller more money with your clients that are willing to get a a home that they could customize with 203k or USDA zero down or VA myths you know just there's plenty of you know, information and training that you could, you could have a, one of your appraisers from your panel. If your company has a panel, invite them to come speak, invite an underwriter to come speak. Um, I would try to do at least one or two events a month at offices. Um, I just call the office manager and hi, hi, Jen, you know, uh, my name's Justin. I know um, you're over there at the Keller Williams office. You guys have a great office and I know your, your plan is to grow. 
and also retain and, and uh, you know, um, your current agents help them do more production, right? Well, the best way to do that is always, you know, training, training and training. And I would love to come in and offer some training for your office on whatever topic. It's an easy script. They, they, they want to, they want to recruit, they want to grow their agents and they want to retain their agents. And the best way to do that is educating them and giving them, you know, good training and, 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 and tools and when you kind of call the office manager or broker and, and they, they, they feel that you understand what they're trying to do, it's, it's a little bit more of a different conversation. Like, oh, okay. You know, what, yeah. What, what do you want to come talk about? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Rather than going to, and I'm part of this is, you know, a part of the strategy that I, you know, help my coaching clients with is one to many. It takes a long time to go, you know, to call a bunch of real estate agents and, you know, see if they want to have coffee and see if they want to talk to you about something, you know, um, versus, you know, having a one to many, seeing the the temperament of different people and whether they're engaged, whether they're not, and really selecting from the litter, you know, of I'm never going to call them. They were rude. They were this, that, and the other in the meeting, or wow, that person's really exciting. I want to have a conversation with them. And I, I think that that's a, you know, really good strategy. I love that you're talking about, um, you know, doing, providing them. Uh, it's interesting because I'm so against product pitching at, at training sessions, at presentations, at yeah. real estate offices. But I like that you're saying, you know, how do I, how do I take that strategy and change it into, instead of just, well, I want to talk to you about, we have great rates and we close on time, <laughs> things like that, yeah. but rather how you're taking that and saying, this is a strategy that you could use with your sellers. This is a strategy that you could use with your clients to, to have more opportunities from the number of opportunities that are coming in the door already. What do you say about, about that and how that. Yeah, that absolutely. absolutely. I would never, I would never do a presentation that doesn't have nothing but a focused value to offer the audience. Like, what are they going to get out of it? You have to know what they're going to get out of it right off the bat and how it's going to increase their business right off the bat. Because if you don't understand that very clearly, it's going to be hard for you to be talking to them to one present it to them in the first place. And then at the end have some sort of conversion. And this is getting more into like the marketing side of things is anytime you do put a presentation together, you have to figure out what your close is going to be. Um, that's in my opinion, that's what close, that's what works. Cause you could do the best presentation ever, but if you just end it and you don't really have a call to action, you're, you're not going to get as many conversions because when, when you go to a, an event or a presentation and you love it and you love the information, you want to know what's next. How do I take this to the next step, to the next level? Show me, you know, handhold me, let's make this happen. You know? Um, and I see a lot of loan officers like, well, I don't like selling. I like to just kind of give the information and then organically and then it'll build. I'm like, no, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of loan officers calling them right after you're done. You know, you gotta have, you gotta, you gotta have a close on all your presentations. Yeah. I, I love that. And thank you so much for sharing, sharing that because that's something we work on all the time. Give us a couple of examples of what some of your close, uh, your call to, calls to action are. For example, for those that are watching this video on YouTube, you'll see that on my name, um, every every meeting that I'm on, every single Zoom that I'm on, whether I'm presenting, whether I'm you know the podcaster or the podcast guest, uh, you'll see that I have text Jen to two six seven eight six, right? And I reference that when I'm talking to people. I say, well, yes, the next step is let's connect. Text Jen to two six seven eight six, and you can get a free copy of my book. 
yada, yada, yada. Um, and I might change that up. I might change what's behind it, but it's always text gen to this, that, and the other. So give give some examples of what you are, because it's not a sales pitch. This is, I mean, let's face it, we are in sales. It's you incorporated. We're in sales all day long. But um, for those that, you know, say, I don't yeah. like selling, give us a couple examples of some of your call calls to action. And then I'll add some in here. So you know, that everyone who's watching this, listen, grab your pen and start taking notes on this. Yeah, no. So um, I, I've i been, I've grown my social media tremendously. Um, half my business does come from it now, uh, but it's work. It's just as much work. If I stop posting, which I have the last couple of weeks, it, it slows down. I have to post a couple of times a week, no matter, I have a hundred something thousand followers on, on TikTok, on Instagram. And when I post regularly, I get from it, but when I don't, you know, whatever. So I do get contacted by loan officers a lot and realtors. So I decided to put on a realtor training uh, locally at the association on how to grow on social media, all the secrets, all the tips, everything I've learned, here's how to do it. So I did the training. Um, and the value is, um, you know, look, I, half my business comes from this. It is possible to do business through social media. I'll show you guys how to do it. It takes work. Um, and I show them a lot. Um, I honestly, you know, use like what's possible. I show them a lot of what's possible. Um, you don't want to get into too many details. You don't want to get into all the guidelines and the matrix. You just, it, it's too much. You just want to show them the possibility and, and the basic bullet points to get there and then get into how you could get them there. So at the end of my social media presentation, I get into, look, um, I know a lot of you are going to do what you always do. What I do, what a lot of people do at seminars and webinars and trainings is you took a lot of notes and hopefully some great notes today. That notepad's going to go in your car and you're going to start calling people back and it's probably going to stay in your car for a while or get put in a drawer and you might, you're probably not going to do much with it. Well, here's what I have to offer you guys. I'm putting together a social media accelerator class, masterclass for realtors only. It's once a month Zoom calls. And so I offered the coaching. I offered a private Facebook group. Um, that I, I will pick one realtor in the group that contributes the most to come to their office and help them script out content one day a month. And so how many of you would think that was valuable? Everybody raises their hands. All right. And then how much do you, how much would you guys be willing to pay for something like this? Honestly, like, you know, I've, I've seen people pay $5,000 to have somebody come film content for one day. Right. And, and this, you know, right. And the people are like, Oh, 500 bucks. I'm like, it's free. It's free. You just have to participate. If you, if I put you guys in this group, you have to show up. So, so I'm, I'm making, I'm adding value. I'm putting a dollar, like trying to get them to put a dollar amount on it. And then, and then making the hook, like you have to participate, you have to show up. And so that's a close, right? I went in as I was like, I know I'm going to, I know it's valuable. I know they want to learn about it, but how at the end am I going to like frame this in a way where they want me or they need more. Right. And then I did a home buyer webinar, um, uh, recently where same thing, I paint the picture of what's possible. Um, of, I didn't get into all the matrixes and all these, you know, different things. I just went in the post, the, the overview of like the sexy products, yeah, the construction loan, the, the, the fourplex FHA, um, the renovation loans and how to find, you know, really good value properties and renovate them and customize them. So I went over like the, the, what's possible. And then at the end, same thing. How many of you like have plans and know you want to do things, but just you get busy with life, right? So everybody who clicks and schedules a Calendly, you know, uh, today before, before the day's done, 
you're going to get, um, you know, uh, I'm going to connect you with one of our preferred realtors. That's going to give you 25% of their commissions. I already have realtors that were ready to, to give yeah. them a closing yeah, yeah. cost. Rebate. Yeah. Um, you're going to get a free appraisal certificate. You're going to get a free home warranty. You're going to get our uh, perfect mortgage guarantee where we do annual reviews to make sure you're always in the best mortgage product possible. I show them mortgage coach and home bot. We just have all this stuff that we're going to make it to where you just have guidance from now until forever. And we'll help you build even more real estate from here. Um, so everybody, you have, so I, I made it like scarce. You get all this value. And I, I did a value at the end. Look, this is at least $10,000 worth of value that you could put on something like this or more. It's invaluable, some of it. Um, and we ended up with, uh, it was a webinar. I had, uh, there was a hundred and something people that RSVP'd. And I think we ended up with like 28 that's scheduled Calendly's or something crazy. So it was good. Um, that was just two weeks ago. So we're still working through getting apps and trying to figure out the best conversion on that on a webinar, you know, yeah. maybe next time, instead of a Calendly, I just send them to the full application. We're trying to uh, split test that. To yeah. See the yeah. Best yeah. yeah those, Cause it's know? just time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. No question. No question about it. Um, yeah, I really like that. And I, you know, I want to express this too, just because there may be some people are saying, Oh, you mean I can make $10,000 because we're 10,000. No, the answer is no, you cannot charge your realtors for this. You be, yeah, be careful, no. be careful. So I'm just making sure yeah. that people understand this. What we're doing is giving, putting a value, a, a dollar value on what exactly. you're giving to them, right? Rather than real, realtors in, in California, at least realtors are allowed to rebate their commission to the clients. Yeah. And with Zillow and Redfin and all that, they already give up 25, 30% of their commission to get leads from these platforms. Yeah. So all I'm doing is saying, look, I'm going to put time, effort, money, and energy into getting people here. Everybody that comes here, I'd be happy to refer them to you if you're good with giving 25% of your commission to them, because that's going to be part of the closing at the end. And they're yeah. all about it. Like well, nobody him or hod. Right. And from the, the consumer perspective, you know, referencing your home buyer, these are things you do for them anyway. You do annual reviews, you do home bot, you do, you know, but they don't know that. And so for them, they're going, oh, I have to take action today so I can get all of these goodies. Yeah, look at all this stuff. Already give to everybody yeah. else anyway, right? And so this is this is sales. And and so many people are just not familiar with sales, you know, the way that that uh, it's done. And so I really love what what you're saying. You know, these calls 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 to action are also giving people lists of 10 mistakes people make or seven ways that you can improve your credit or, you know, there are a lot of your PowerPoint, I mean, not your PowerPoints, but your PDFs, you can have lists that you're giving them um, ways to do it. You can also, the, the, the call to action can be that you're having another event that yeah. you would like for them to register um, or that you're having a mastermind that you would like for them to be part of, or you're developing a book club, or, you know, there's so many different things that you could be doing um, just to make them feel very special. But the idea is to get them to want to participate with them. And, I, you know, I'm going to go back to, I love how you said, you know, I'm not giving them all the details and everything. The webinar the the pre presentation in front of a broker's office for five minutes, whatever it is, is selling the sizzle. And I love that you said the possibility, right? The, what's possible. Um, it's selling the sizzle so you can get to the stake. It is not selling the stake in front of the group. And that is such, that's what I see everybody doing is selling. Well, it's the, the same stake. as, 
And it's the same as if a client calls you, most loan officers know, and they just say, Justin, what's your rate? Hey, yeah. I, I got your information from Johnny. Yeah. Uh, I want to buy a house. What's your rate? I very few loan officers don't know to not like jump into that. We yeah. all try to like, well, it depends. There's, there's low right. level price right. adjustments. It depends. Every stuff. scenario is different. So we're trying to, we're trying to get more information first so that right. we, you know, the more information I could get out of them, if I get an app out of them, then the more likely I'm going to be able to close them. If I have that rate conversation later, right. I don't want to yeah. give, when you give somebody too much information up front, they don't need you anymore. Yeah. Same, well, same as with clients, right. And it, the same thing goes with these presentations and doing realtor yeah. presentations or home buyer events and stuff like that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. As we finish up our time here today, I, so you mentioned a second book, but you didn't give the name of the book. So I want to go back to that. Cause I know I'll get an email from somebody. It's it's uh, John <laughs> Maxwell today matters. I actually today am matters. just finishing it up. It's a really good, really good book. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I love that. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. What, um, do you have a quote? Do you have a mantra? Do you have a daily affirmation, uh, that you follow that you would like to share with everyone? So as we're ending our time here today, what tip, what quote, what mantra, what affirmation would you like to give to everybody? Um, Honestly, like I've been getting a lot of nuggets out of this, this book. I, I have like a morning routine that has changed my life when I started doing it about three years ago, just waking up early, getting to the gym, reading, writing down my goals for the day and making sure what, what single can I bat today? Like, what can I at least spend an hour or two on today that's working on my business and not in my business? And when I started really focusing on that more than anything, prioritizing that over fires, over this, I got to call this person back. I, no, I'm going to finish this stuff first and then I'll get to all that. Um, that changed a lot for me. But one of the quotes, I actually wrote it down the other day, uh, the secret to success in all areas of your life lies in your daily agenda. And that's yeah. pretty- Those simple. mundane habits, right? Those little habits. It's interesting because you said getting back to basics. Um, and I know any of my students who are listening to this podcast because they listen all the time are going, oh God, why hasn't Jen said anything about that? Because I feel that if basics are basic, why do we have to get back to them? Right. Yeah, yeah, if they truly yeah. are basic, they become a habit. And, and this becomes, you know, just it's just something that you normally do. And, uh, you know, what changes is that principles don't change the tactics do. And so basics are basics. It's how we, you know, implement them that, that can be a little bit different in the future. And so I love that. I love that quote. That's a, a fantastic quote um, because it is it's all about your habits. So. Thank you so much for sharing that. And obviously that that is paid well, you know, paid off well for you in the future. So or so far and will continue to yeah. pay pay forward for you in the future. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, because your name is so common, Justin Brown, what is the best way for yeah. them to reach out to you if they want to follow yeah, you? If on, they want uh... to yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Connect with me on Instagram. It's uh, at loans by JB. So loans by JB. My name's Justin Brown. And so go. loans by JB. I love that. And I'm, I'm making note of that now so that I can find you so that we can connect as well, because we do need to connect for this podcast. So thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you. your time. Um, it, it means a lot to us. And I know that, uh, you know, for the person who's listening, they're saying, wow, this is really great. I got a lot of great nuggets in here that I can take action. And I will say the same thing I say to everyone uh, every single time we, we close this out is, you know, go back and listen to this again, take more notes, take action, put it into play so that you can master 
mortgage lending. That's why it's called mortgage lending mastery, right? <laughs> we want to be able to do the master of it. So uh, again, Justin, thank you so much for joining us today. And every, um, everyone- Pleasure, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. I know I get lots of emails about what people are doing. Someone just said to me the other day, I was listening to you while I was laying on the beach and I said, don't do that. Enjoy the beach. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. You can't take notes. So, um, but I do thank every one of you for listening in to us. And as a final reminder, please take a moment to just scroll down and give us a great five star rating. Make a put a comment in there about Justin about what you learned from from listening to him because all of these uh, reviews can be seen by everyone, and that way Justin can say, "Oh, that really resonated with someone," um, and that and that means his time was valuable. And last but not least, don't forget to go over to YouTube and subscribe and follow us on YouTube so that you can listen and watch in on what we're doing over there. So again, thank you so much for spending time today. And we'll catch you on next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Justin, thank you for your time today. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets, fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.